You're listening to Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, episode 127. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Alike and Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 127. Siento bien <laughs> You just lucked it out, buddy. I almost jumped in and took over your role today. Just, <laughs> Dude, you could have. Just, I just almost just said, you know what, I'm going to get it. And you started talking before I could get in. I had a long pause, actually. <laughs> no, that's why I almost jumped in. <laughs> could have gone in reverse. You could have started it. Matt could have done the little <laughs> cat call at the yeah, end. Yeah, I don't know if I get the cat call straight. <laughs> Welcome back, baby. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we are happy to have everybody joining us today. Uh, we have noticed a lot of pickup in the downloads recently, so for any new listeners, we uh, appreciate you hopping along and hope you're enjoying the ride. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in, and it's always great if you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Today's topic will be on preparing for life's unknowns. We think this is going to be a good topic. Uh, a little... <laughs> a little bit predicated on uh, some weather changes here uh, where we are starting to get hot already, unseasonably a little warm, I think, for this time of year. And that kind of uh, inspired us to move our way toward unknowns in life, weather being one of them. We'll talk about, you know, going through ups and downs, things changing, wants, needs, desires, stuff like that. Uh, so we think it'll be a good topic. But before we hop in, we're going to flip it over to John, who's going to back back on the reins here with the would you rather yes back in today and i want to thank you two guys for uh inspiring me with this one so glad we could contribute i know Mm. i don't know how happy we're going to be at the end of it though (laughs) come on this should be easy this should be easy in fact both of you guys have already made that decision today would you rather wear a collared shirt or no collared shirt (laughs) this is interesting i know it is interesting because you have new shirts with no collars that you started wearing. So um, anyway, I just want to see these shirts what's out. going on with this. Well, you know, it's not a t-shirt. Is, to be honest. Scrubs? This is scrubs. I see that, but it looks like it's got a collar. But it's kind of sewn in collar. <laughs> I feel like I wear golf polos a lot. You know, if I'm not wearing scrubs, I'm wearing like an Under Armour polo. Even though to me it feels like I'm wearing a t-shirt. And a lot of times April's like, why are you all dressed up? I'm like, it's just a golf shirt, you know, and I've got shorts on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the, um, not that they don't make t-shirts out of this material, but I, something I like the feel of it. It's just the right amount of heaviness and just a little formal enough to where I can run errands and, you know, look decent. Um, but I do love t-shirts. But I would say I'd probably go with the collar shirt and then caveat being a golf polo you know i would much rather i would like not a performance type performance type, shirt. Fit type yes shirt. i wouldn't be mm-hmm. if it was like long sleeve button up versus t-shirt all day long i'm going with the, with the non-collar shirt mm. how about you hot dog i like them both if i'm gonna be honest <laughs> uh it's a craig answer i know he's <laughs> like it gotta is. wear his, po- his uh vodka shirt gotta wear the podcast shirts you know he's gotta just get covered all 
when I what I have on like right now is a Henley, which I feel like is a little. I mean, it's got buttons on it, so it's not really like a two true t-shirt i think we're kind of in the middle of this a little bit um i know it looks like they ran out of material and just didn't make him a collar <laughs> and i think so i feel like it's a little more um dressed up so to speak than a collared shirt do have a deposition this afternoon and this is how i will be presenting myself um <laughs> do you have a fake collar that you're gonna put on in there so it'll look like you have a and honestly shirt? an untucked shirt funny. with that too which <laughs> is kind of rare um but I, I really go with what i'm wearing based on the weather which is kind of interesting if it's hot outside like it is right now i don't like i don't like clothes in general so i want as little as possible it looks pretty good um so i like these kind of shirts and then, but if it is something like tomorrow, got a mediation, I got to wear a complete button down collared shirt. Meeting in the middle would be Craig's. That's how I dress to work most days. Have a, you know, little two, three button polo on. So I don't really have a great answer for you. If I'm like having to just stuck with one shirt I've got to wear, I'm probably going with something like I have on because it's in the middle of all of it. It's got some buttons. So it looks like, you know, a little bit of a hybrid, but it's not too dressy. And it's not just a plain t shirt or cutoff shirt or no shirt. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It jumped all the way to no Hot shirt. Hot dog's like wrong that? ass. You didn't put no shirt all day <laughs> I was long. thinking, why didn't we get that as an option? But since it was not, I'm going to pick what I have. <laughs> just going to change it to what I want. That's no, funny. it's, it's, um, I'm a, I'm a t-shirt guy for a lot of times around the house, that kind of stuff. But you know, you're right, CC, you know, being out and about and doing certain things, you know, you need to, uh, look a little bit more appropriate for the, the setting. So with the invention of all the dry fit stuff like you were talking about, I think that's a game changer. All that mm-hmm. stuff is just so comfortable. It actually, you know, removes the moisture a lot more efficiently than most of the, you know, cotton t-shirts and stuff that I have. So it's something that summertime, especially, you know, you, oh yeah, so hot, so much moisture getting out of my body that it's just, it's better to have self-warming fell in the summer. That's right. Time. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough with all that self-warming that just the, the wicking away kind of effect is just, too beneficial to pass it up. I so I'm going to go with up. the collar shirt. I'm surprised you didn't go stick with t-shirts because John likes what I call like a graphic tee. Words, sayings, pictures. I've got some funny ones. You really do. I'm <laughs> shocked you didn't you stick You do have that. some funny ones. <laughs> well, I know, but just, you know, overall comfort and, um, you know, getting rid of the moisture. I don't like to be super sweaty. Um, and that's just, the, the cotton just holds on to it a little bit more than I'd like. I understand. It takes too long to dry out. Moisture. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's spin our way into the topic. Preparing for life's unknowns. I think it's a good topic because in general, I think I'll start it out here. I think in life we wake up and even on a daily basis might think the day is going to go a certain way, uh, going to perceive an outcome a certain way. And for the most part, that does not happen. So for me, I kind of boiled it down to the most simplistic form on a daily basis. I think there are things we think are going to happen and sometimes they go to plan. Sometimes they don't go to plan, but generally speaking, every day has some type of unknown in it. What y'all think? No, I agree. You know, um, I think overall this life is a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, uh, things that are in flux. So, um, you know, you can take steps to prepare for some of these things. Some things you can't, and you just blindsided and you just have to deal with, uh, the aftermath or the consequences that are, are a result from it. So, I think we got a bunch of different things that we can talk about today. Yeah, it's a pretty good topic. I'm uh it's true. Like a lot of times these unknowns that occur in our life are what throw us a curveball. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes for the better, a lot of times for the worse. At least it maybe causes anxiety and stress and it's like, man, you know, what could we do? Like what are some of those gonna things in our lives and what can we do to make uh them less 
painful when they occur or at least make us have a different experience of the unknown. You know, you think about like, uh, for whatever reason, I was thinking about sports. You know, people go to practice. They have um, all this training so that when they do play the game, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to win or lose. You don't know what the scenario will be, but you can certainly tilt the odds in your favor if you've prepared appropriately. And I guess it goes with anything, whether it be taking a test or whatnot. So, uh, yeah, this will be cool because we can talk about all kinds of things in life that we don't know and maybe some stuff we can do to get ready for it. Yeah, you know, I think sporting events are a big thing. That's that, a great example. Yeah, that is a great example, CC. You know, a lot of people uh, or a lot of times, you know, in history, you can think about they had tremendous underdog situations where people are just going through the motions. You know, we feel like this thing is already uh, a done deal because it's so lopsided. One team's so outmatched. Uh, but you know, there's still that little sliver of unknown because you haven't done it yet. You haven't played it yet. So, um, you know, it's an interesting thing that sometimes you can be blindsided by those effects. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that was what I, what your comments brought to my mind. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think sports is a great thing and I do think sports is, uh, really analogous to life in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, one of the things I also think about this with is things in life, tend to change without us even realizing it. The unknowns of life, uh, you know, our wants, needs, and desires. We've talked about that on some previous podcasts can change over time. And, you know, you wake up one day and all of a sudden you have an interest in, I don't know, a different type of food, a different activity, a different hobby. You're not jumping for joy about your job anymore. And there's not really a rhyme or reason why this happens, but it tends to happen. And something that I, I try to do a good bit is look back, I don't know, over a week period, a month period, and be like, huh. What were my actions? Because that kind of shows what my habit was, and it shows that things have changed sometimes in life. The unknowns of life change without you even realizing it. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, and a lot of times, you know, the things that you don't know or that you haven't experienced yet, you don't know whether you enjoy or you appreciate right. them. So mm -hmm. um, I think just being exposed to new things and new ideas, new places, new foods, all of those things, um, you know, can give you the experience to see you know, I know a lot of people who think they don't like Indian food or they don't like, you know, a particular thing. And I didn't know that I enjoyed it and appreciate it until I started eating curry. And, and I really love curry. Unfortunately, my wife doesn't like it. So she doesn't like me for me to put any curry whenever I cook. But uh, it's delicious. I would say just conquer that unknown and, and have as many experiences as you can. Do you think that maybe tackling more unknowns prepares you better for future unknowns? Like, does it give you a courage? Or I think it's a great point, CC. I don't know, I'm just thinking. Uh, build some confidence some whenever confidence. you, uh, you know, put yourself. I think that's a good point. I wasn't even thinking of when preparing for life's unknowns. I'm thinking of the curveballs life throws you. But like mm -hmm. John's saying, and you're kind of alluding to, you can throw yourself the curveball if you want. You know, it's like or, a little pitching machine. like Steve's Would You Rather the other week, which threw us for a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> then we both went back and listened to it. <laughs> Which episode was that? that was Would like you rather know now what you didn't know then? Uh, yeah. All right. I got one for you. <laughs> Would you I rather like know an unknown you know or an unknown you don't know? Mm, so throw yourself the pitch or get the pitch thrown right. to you. Right. So like there's unknowns you know versus unknowns I don't know if some tragic thing will occur mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. say for, in my health in 20 years. I don't know. Maybe some things I can prepare for that, but who knows? I do know mm -hmm. that I'll be retired at some point. Now, I may not know my health or financial status, but if you know the unknown is I will retire one day and I don't know what my scenario is going to be, but I can certainly stack the cards in my favor for it. if I plan appropriately mm -hmm. versus the things you, the unknowns you don't know, which are those sort of like, I got gotcha, you, you know, surprise kind of situations. 
you know, like my buddy, you know, our buddy Bill Lowry's mother yeah. just passed away, and mm-hmm. um, you know, seventy five, no medication, super healthy, just rocking and rolling, you know. And I know a lot of people in a lot worse health than her, even you know, just a little bit, and you just don't know, right. you know, versus knowing. So, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Unknowns you know versus unknowns you don't know. Man, I think that there's a really thin line between both of those because you can, even if you know the unknown, you can prepare for it. And you still don't know how it's going to play out till you get to it mm-hmm. versus completely not knowing. I think if there's a big plus to that because I think I do that a lot, just trying to live in the moment. But then you can potentially live in the moment too much and uh, kind of have blinders on to everything else going on around you. So I, I think uh, I fall somewhere in between those, trying to prepare but not prepare too much to where you miss what's around you but not spending too much time in what you're doing. Uh, so you forget to prepare. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. doing a little bit of both. I think you can do that for sure with your health, you know, mm-hmm. um, health habits and exercising and things like that. Yeah, I like the surprises in life. So for me, I, I would like to, um, you know, just continue in a lot of the unknown things like that. But you're right. There are a lot of people that that I've talked uh, talked to or heard about that, you know, lived the whole life and, and saved up and waited to do certain things until they were a certain age, they were a certain financial situation, and uh, they did not able to do those things because mm. they had some unknown illness that came on during uh, the time that they were planning on going out and seeing different parts of the world or spending time with their children or getting a vacation home, other things like that. So I agree. It would be nice if maybe you had some big incident like that, that you would be able to say, okay, well, I'm just going to burn it at both ends of the candles right now. (laughs) Uh, But overall, I, I, you know, I like, I like life surprises. So most of those things I would like to just remain unknown. Yeah. You know, I guess for some of those unknowns, if we talk about preparation, Mm -hmm. Obviously, death. I mean, we got insurance. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. Yeah. Life insurance. I was just thinking about some of these things. Um, retirement, you know, you prepare by saving. Um, you know, I guess if you, you could prepare your grave site and get a casket, it's kind of morbid, but, you know, I know yeah. people who do that. In fact, Bill's mom had every song picked out, every verse picked out exactly what she wanted there. She did not want a viewing. She just wanted to have the funeral. I mean, just... I mean, line by line, this is exactly what I want. She was prepared, took a lot of pressure and stress off her family. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's a good point you're saying, Craig, too. And I, and I look at that kind of as like you're hedging your bets because you do know while every day is unknown, I, I still will stand by that. We don't even know what's going to be happening an hour from now exactly in our lives that we are pretty certain of some of the things, but we don't know how they're going to go down. Uh, most we're not going to make it all the way, you know, we're going to die at some point. And I think you can prepare for that. Uh, y'all could probably speak to that too. Having kids, you know, uh, the situation, if something was to happen to you, life insurance, retirement accounts, uh, setting up, I don't know, trust form, things like that, that you can prepare for, but still at the end of the day, you don't know exactly how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. So there's still the unknown, but you've kind of hedged your bet with it a little bit. Yeah, you know, look at me, you know, preparing for the unknown. I go into uh, getting married. I was like, okay, we're good. We don't need any children. And then, bam! This is a good point, John. You know, a whole bunch of children. So what would I have done uh, with myself that long ago saying, hey, guess what? I don't think you would any differently. You would pretty good. (laughs) You're going to have three more kids piled on top of you pretty quick. I'd have probably been like, oh, man, I'm out of here. (laughs) If you could have looked ahead and been like, whoa, Tiger. What's going on with this? I think you kind of knew without knowing because you made the most of your days without the kids. I did. I did. (laughs) What are y'all's thoughts on, you know, I guess the reality is it's it's an unknown because we don't know what's going to happen. And it could be a, a, 
a physical thing, a financial thing. Uh, could be good, could be bad, but we're going to have to deal with it. So what about our mindset leading into the unknown? Like what are some things we can do to build, um, that's called our mindset, maybe it's our spirituality, to be able to have life throw what it throws at us and just look at it with a smile. And I think about spirituality, number one. Absolutely. You know, what's our relationship with God and just, you know, his word, knowing his promises and being able to lean on him in these good and bad times. Um, I think of like things we read, we all read books and mm-hmm. what, what, um, pearls do we get from that? What kind of things can we learn from people who've gone down these unknown paths and they've come out the other end? And I think about friend groups, you know, got you guys, support groups, yeah. support groups people you can lean on maybe to help you tackle the unknown. Cause when it happens, you got God, you got friends, you got, you know, your resources. So what are y'all's thoughts on that kind of preparation? Yeah, you know, I think all of those things that you mentioned are, are extremely important. Uh, obviously, the spiritual aspect, I think, is probably the best one. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, just like we talked about earlier, um, having prepared for the unknown with, um, you know, unfortunate, untimely death, uh, all of those things help ease burdens from the loved ones. And I think that's a whole lot of stress for a lot of people, you know, whether it be a financial burden, you know, getting life insurance, other things like that. I think it's a whole lot of things that we can have more uncomfortable uh, thoughts um, that if you take care of some of those things, plan ahead of those, it'll help reduce some of that uh, unknown anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are some great points. And, and we are talking, uh, we're going way in the depths here, um, which I'm pretty impressed with. <laughs> I wouldn't expect nothing less from Craig, though, at the same time. Um, but also on simplistic forms, like your day-to-day life, you'd be driving down the road, getting a car wreck, weren't planning for it. You know, snap of a finger. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, get sick, work not go the way you want. And I do think, yes, first and foremost, spirituality, relationship with God, people around you. I think all those are good things. But I think something we can work on ourselves is your mindset. You know, um, I can say for myself, specifically speaking here, back in the day when I was younger, high school, maybe early college younger, years. Younger, the spring chicken. The elite athlete days. Yeah, yeah. those days, Greg, that's exactly right. Um, <laughs> I used to, I, I jokingly said, I probably have said it somewhere on this podcast before, I used to be like my sock drawer, like very organized. Like I had my schedule to, when you open my sock drawer, it's perfectly organized. Um, but every, that was kind of my life. My schedule was set where it was. I knew where I was going. And if I, something, an unknown popped up, it was kind of an issue for me because I was not the best at like, going with the flow. And so I think something that is important to look at every day that I, I deal with personally is you got to be able to pivot. You got to be able to change. You got to be, you know, um, mm. receptive to the unknowns happening. And if you are, I think you can handle them much better saying, Hey, this is just part of life. And that's another one of my big ticket items of if life was easy and it was all rainbows and perfect, there would be no point of eternity. So it's just having a mindset of not like a negative Nelly. I'm a very half glass full as we know. Um, <laughs> but, but being able to say, um, see this glass, things are going to happen in life and there are going to be some amazing things. There's going to be some low things, but just being receptive to both of them, not just looking through it through the one lens. That's, that's a good point. Cause I'm, I'm like you, man, when things deviate off course, I mean, obviously better now as I'm older, but right. you know, you, okay, this is how my day is going to go and it doesn't go that way. And you instant first reaction is, Hmm, you know, it kind of gives you a little anxiety, stress, maybe anger mm-hmm. possibly. Um, but, but being able to, to grow and, and pivot, as you said, and maybe life throws your curveball. It's a big hit. What can you learn from that? Right. You know, actually try to turn everything around into a positive, you know, this bad thing happened, but what is some beauty that came out of it? And if you make every situation like that, then the unknowns become chances to learn and grow and get stronger. And then I guess that's what ultimate life's about because we have all this life full of unknowns and we, you know, something different happens, we get stronger from it. 
Yeah, you know, and all those curveballs like you're talking about could be something that will just, um, you know, take your attention away from what you want to do um, and maybe put it more on what you need to be doing. So I think a lot of times day-to-day life we get distracted on things that we need maybe need to accomplish or things that we want to accomplish. Um, and maybe, you know, sweet little baby Jesus is trying to give us a little nudge into a different direction. So some of these things I think are purposely put there for us to try to redirect our attention into uh, an area that it's better deserved. I saw a, a thing on Facebook the other day. It was hilarious. It was like, you know, people get tattoos that are, they wish they could take away or <laughs> botch tattoos. <laughs> I hear that all the time. This guy had this big tattoo across his chest or his neck. You could see it. And it said, no regrets. G-R-A-T-S. <laughs> <laughs> and it was something like, are you sure you don't have a regret? So I think, <laughs> I think about no regrets, right? So yeah. it's like, you know <laughs> what a visualization for Greg. I know. <laughs> no regrets. I was like, that is awesome. It's so ironic, right? <laughs> and um, you think about, um, I remember when I first started working, these guys were like, oh, if I could go back and do it all over again, I'd spend more time with my kids, or right. I would have taken the leap and done the thing, like you mentioned earlier, going on the trip. Um, so like little things, like I remember when I moved back, my family was affectionate. We gave hugs, but we never said we loved each other. So I started telling my mom and dad, I love you. And I think the first time I said it, they obviously know it, but it was kind of caught them off guard because that wasn't how I signed off, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, eventually it just became what you say. And I started saying to my brothers, and like, at first they're probably like, yeah, okay. You, you. <laughs> and then now they reciprocate because you don't know, right? Don't. I could say at that moment and it could die tomorrow. And, you know, I could, you know, have this one chance to do something with my kids or, or take that trip or have that experience. And then, if something were to happen and I said, man, I told them I'd do this. I, why did I do it? You know? And so I think about preparing for the unknown of what life could throw at you. Just, just say yes, you know, do the thing, say, I love you. Um, and it's, and it actually kind of helps them prepare for, cause it gives them a different mindset. I think, you know, they kind of start reciprocating that in other, you know, areas of their life. Yeah. I think Craig's making some great points as well as John here. And, and one thing that's kind of coming forth and it is snap of the finger. I can't believe I didn't mention that it can all change snap. in the snap of the finger. Um, but a, a thing that was alluded to a little bit here, and I think we're touching on is when you get in an un- unknown situation, I myself personally, um, along with trying to be flexible to the situation is look at a situation in your past that was a, an unknown that hit you and something that you were able to mm-hmm. persevere your way out of if it's a tough unknown and, and how you handled the situation and pulling through some of those experiences or that someone else has already been through the experience that can give you the confidence that, hey, man, the curveball came and you can hit it, you know, to the right side for a nice little single or something like that. No, <laughs> yes. you have to hit it out the park. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Utilizing either other people being through the experience or you yourself. That's something I try to do is, man, where in my life have I been in a similar spot so you can learn from it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think our past and other people's past are, are great teaching tools for all of us. Um, you know, there's a lot of examples of things that have happened throughout my life that I've been able to look back on and um, learn from and make better decisions moving forward. Uh, but like what we talked about, you know, in prior podcasts, you know, there's a lot of things that have gone on in this world. Most of these things have been um, been around once or twice. Um, and usually, you know, you can find somebody who has written great articles or books on it that no you need can to reinvent the wheel, have Absolutely. learned experiences that can make some of these um, unknown things that are difficult uh, a lot easier to get through. It's so true. It's like you think about people with major life um, events, like they become paralyzed. Or, like, I've seen, I've read or seen autobiographies of these people who've had some major bad things happen to them, and now they're living their best life. Mm-hmm. And so, if that were to happen to me or someone I love, you know, at that moment, it's like, this is bad stuff. But you're just like, hey, man, look at this guy. They're, 
they're living their best life now and it was a gift for them. And mm-hmm. so using examples of people, you know, previous books, even like this current financial time, everybody's like, Oh, you know, inflation and the stock market. Bitcoin's yeah, down. Bitcoin's down. Hey, <laughs> guess, I saw that, Greg. guess, guess what has all happened multiple times. Yes. Guess how many times Bitcoin was an 80% drawdown, like five, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and then like, <laughs> inflation and stock market everybody's like oh it's the end of the world no it's not it's happened before get the yeah. playbook out mm-hmm. you know get us get a conviction for why you're doing what you're doing so i think anything in life um that you are not happy with been there done that if you haven't someone else has go great back points great. look it up and it's, it's gonna be all good yeah you know talking about unknown and people going through tough experiences brings me back to one of our um podcast interviews that we did um with chris norton uh, mm-hmm. He was a young athlete too. who, um, you know, playing his one of the first football games that he played in his college career, ended up breaking his neck and being paralyzed. He had a lot of things that he overcame. But at the point, um, you know, where he wrote the book, he had the documentary. Uh, when, whenever we interviewed him, you know, he was to the point that it was like, I would go in that play and do the same thing again and go through all of this mm-hmm. because of the different experiences that he had where he met his wife uh, and he has all of his foster children now. So, it's uh, it's an interesting thing, and I think you know his point was he he was pulling from a lot of different experiences, uh, also other people's experiences and his faith and belief in the Lord and what that purpose is for him. I agree, man. That's that was awesome. a great podcast episode. If you yes. get a chance to swing back and listen to it, um, it is definitely worth a listen and, and very analogous to a situation we're currently talking about today. All right, guys, it is a time for the good old w- weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. Sometimes it's an andor over here, um, and we will be throwing it to CC this week. All right, we're going to hit some gas this week. <laughs> oh, man. Those facial expressions right there. Wow. Oh, gosh. Actually, I got a funny follow-up to that. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, we hit the gas. Um <laughs> Not too long ago, we had Cinco de Mayo, and in my family's a little tradition to kind of turn that into a quasi holiday. It gives us an excuse to make Mexican food and have margaritas and Gregoritas, Gregoritas, what, what? Anyway, we couldn't have it due to um, some events we had going on, so we punted it to the fifteenth. I think they called it Quince de Mayo or whatever. Is that, is that fifteen in Spanish? Yeah, I'll have to double check. Um, oh yeah, but that was a Sunday, so we backed it up to fourteen. Catorce de Mayo, <laughs> Catorce de Mayo. Anyway, so that was our official day, and. Um, Man, it was going to be a good one. The girls invited some friends. The bros here on the cast came over. And, Heck uh, yeah, we got in on that action. Amazing time, man. It was awesome. So we shook up some uh, some Craigeritas. And some um, amazing food. By and Craig. some uh, fajitas. We had some good fajitas. April pretty involved in that process. Too. Oh, it was awesome. April was awesome. Got all the pre- stuff, you know, all the sides and everything set up and um, kind of got some decorations. We had a good time. And we're talking about Steve's t-shirts. He had a funny, <laughs> a funny t-shirt. What was a... Uh, is, what, I, you want to say it? Talk about it? Yeah. So it's a, one of the ones that I bought a while back. It's a green t-shirt. It's a fan favorite. And it has John's. tacos on it. And it says, I'm into fitness. Fitness taco in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. And it was hilarious. Oh, man. It just but, seemed perfect for the event. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it, it, it fit the event. And so, anyway, that was it. Just kind of, I guess we hit the brakes and relaxed, um, but hit the gas too. And then after that weekend, y'all can tell me if you continued to hit the gas. I don't know, you know, because yeah, because of the food. Didunce, <laughs> 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 It was a joke. <laughs> I forgot to eat the beans. So. He did not eat the beans. <laughs> I forgot to eat the beans. Everybody, I don't great. know why I should anyway. have. 
it was a good time, and I, I think that's a good um, a good way you could pump, hit the gas or pump the brakes with it. And I think that's something that's important because we've mentioned that with the unknowns, you know, surrounding yourself with good friends, family, etc. And sometimes it's just good for the soul to have some happenings like that. And it was John. I'm sure you can allude to it. It's fun seeing CC in his element, making the Ritas at the grill, just living his best life. Yeah, it was a great time. You know, we had to hit the gas at our house just to try to get some kid coverage oh, in yeah. order for us to get over there. I had a, something to do in Baton Rouge that morning, so I was out of town, came back. We were able to get some kid coverage, and, uh, you know, it was fantastic. Got to see CC in his element behind the bar, shaking the drinks and pouring the drinks and <laughs> seeing all the exotic ingredients that go into it. It's uh, it's fun to see him get all so excited and watching, watching him <laughs> do that process. Also... His mom, Mama CC, oh, yeah. fantastic desserts. Man. Oh my gosh, how can we pass so up good. on those cookies? I know, those cookies. I ate like all of them. <laughs> she did come through on the dessert. That was awesome. Thanks, that, Mom. And I had a great time chatting with your dad, too, talking about uh, offshore fishing and all that kind of That's stuff. Awesome. So that was a really fun experience for us. Thanks for having us, CC. No, thanks, for, thanks for being my boys. It was a good time. Making some memes. Making and look, some memes. We appreciate everybody tuning in this week with us. If you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, as John mentioned early on, it would be appreciated. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?